even liberal Democrats, when they see the Joe Biden tax plan, have to change their opinion. They have to change their opinion because it's so ludicrous and so ridiculous. Even they can't support it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Right Wing Vegan the Tuesday show. Terrible Tuesday. Blah. We all hate Tuesdays. Tuesday. Tuesday's my least favorite day of the week. I know a lot of people think it's Monday. Monday's the worst day, but I actually disagree. Monday, you're still coming off of your weekend sleep. So you still have that little bit of energy from getting a normal amount of sleep over the weekend. And this is, of course, assumes you work on Monday through Friday. But Tuesday, you've now drained all those energy reserves. And now you're coming off the five hours of sleep you got the night before. So now you're really feeling it, which is why I just think Tuesdays are a blah. Tuesdays are a blah. Before we get started today, talking about what I opened the show with, if you like the show, please consider subscribing. We have episodes just about every darn day. Content in our Friday show, our big show is myself and Kelly. We have some fun on the Friday show. Um, but also consider commenting, letting us know what you think about the show, giving us a five-star review, five stars, and also sharing the show, which is the biggest thing you can do to support our content. Share the show with someone you know. That rhymed. Anyways, let's get started. So I opened the show about a minute ago talking about Democrats not liking the Joe Biden tax plan so much. Not likey. Me no likey. That was 50 cent. 50, the rapper 50 cent who if you follow on twitter instagram has been pretty darn critical of president trump well that's an easy stance to hold isn't it to be critical it's the same stance that all of your colleagues hold in hollywood and in the music industry so it's a real easy opinion to have However, 50 Cent took one look at Joe Biden's tax plan, which the results of have been released uh, via a report. And that tax plan showed that if you live in New York or California, you better move. You might want to move if Joe Biden wins the election because you'll be paying. Now, this is for individuals who make over 400000 It is still a lot of money if you make under 400000 I'll report that number in a minute. It's over $6,000 a year an income that you'll lose just by voting for Joe Biden. And that's if you make less than $400,000 a year. If you make over $400,000 a year and you live in New York and California, it is 61% of your income. Are you kidding me? Are you that I saw that number and I thought it was a joke. I literally thought it was a joke. I was like, <laughs> no, it's true. And 50 cent took one look at that and said, "Hex, no, I'm off this. I'm on the Trump train. That's a vote for Trump. 61%? I mean, New York and California, they tax the hell out of their residents anyways. 61%. And then I find out, like I said, that even if you make under... Four, so even if you have a family income that's under $400,000, you can expect to lose $6,000 a year because of Joe Biden's tax plan. So this whole myth that Joe Biden is not going to raise your taxes... That's been disproven now by this report. So you take that for what you want. But when you go down there and you cast your ballot for Joe Biden, you got to ask yourself this question. Is voting for this bumbling fool worth $6,000? If it is, then do it. 
There are people I know who have already cast their ballot for Joe Biden. What idiots they are before this information even comes out. Now they're going to be $6,000 less rich because of it. So good job, guys. Really good job. Really, really great, great job. You guys are awesome. So I just thought, I thought that was a really funny story because 50 Cent has been very critical of the president. And then for him to just switch his position like that, because some information actually comes out about what Joe Biden's going to do. This is what we haven't known. We haven't really known what Joe Biden's going to do. We know he's going to ban fracking because he said it. Now he's saying he's not going to do it, but come on. Come on, man. Even if he doesn't do it, the real president, Kamala Harris, will do it. But we didn't really know what else he was going to do. He hasn't said much. All he's really done is come out and criticize everything Trump's going to do. And then when he releases these plans, when you look at them, they look like carbon copies of what Trump's already doing. Like, for instance, COVID, the coronavirus. Biden's coronavirus plan is a carbon copy of the Trump plan. It's the same thing. He criticizes Trump for doing it. And then when he releases his plan, it's the same thing. I mean, take a look. Literally, go get bring them both up. Don't use Google because Google is bad. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But bring them, bring them both up and then take a look at them and compare them. It's really funny. It's really funny stuff. So that's, that's, I just thought that was a really interesting story and a fun way to open the show because a lot of what we're going to talk about now, not, not so fun, not so fun. So last night, and I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and pimp another podcast real quick. Last night I was watching Tim cast IRL. Great show. You guys should check it out if you haven't. Tim Pool's great. Tim Pool is a liberal, but he uh, he's going to vote for Trump, and he he really does a good job of detailing why. Tim reports the facts. I, I'll say it. Tim is a great source, uh, so I would highly recommend Tim Cast IRL for sure. But outside of that, he had so last night on Tim Cast IRL, some news broke. Actually, it broke. It really broke before timcast but i saw it last night on twitter and i thought it was interesting project and then i saw it on the timcast project veritas released a new video last night with some information about google they talked to a google employee one of the program managers for google i believe and he basically admitted hey the the system's rigged guys the cert the algorithm for the search engine is rigged in a way that will give you positive results when you look up Democrats and negative results when you look up Republicans. If Donald Trump says something, they just remove it half the time. But they don't for Democrats. It was a really interesting video. It kind of, you know, it's one of those things. It confirms what you already know. Like, we already know. We already know that Google, Twitter, Facebook, even before... What happened last week happened. We knew they were in the bag for Joe Biden, right? We just knew it. We know they're in the bag for the Democrats. Hell, the Democrats employ members of their board and their, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. But now Project Veritas releases this video, and this is a pretty damning video on Google, and they promise they have more videos to come this week. So the results of that reporting the dailywire.com, the Department of Justice moves to break up Google most important antitrust case in a generation. So the Department of Justice will file an antitrust lawsuit against Google today after conducting a lengthy investigation into the tech giant and some monolith with and they're alleging monopolistic behavior. They're a monopoly. But not only that, 
and, and they're alleging some serious stuff. I mean, we'll talk about this. But not only that, but then Project Veritas releases this video. So not only are they a monopoly, and the lawsuit alleges that they're engaging in anti-competitive practices to protect itself. So not only that, but they control, Google controls information way, you know, in a way that's way more slimy than Twitter and Facebook. Facebook and Twitter can censor speech, which is bad. Google controls information, period. Most people use Google to search for information. I mean, this isn't the 1960s. We're not using a library to go get books and search for information. The internet has become the new book, the new encyclopedia, the new journal, the new, um, you know, database for all of our information. That's the internet now. That's where we get all of our informa- our information. And Google can can limit what you see. Because what searches you return, that's that's what you see, and that's that's where you're gonna get your information. Google has a ton of power, but that's not what this is for. This is this is a claiming that they are acting as a monopoly. And I'll agree with the Daily Wire. This is a very important antitrust case. Because big tech has way too much power over America. Take last week. They censored the United States government. Trump's chief medical advisor right now, they censored him earlier this week. Or last, I think it might have been the end of last week. But they censored him for speaking out against masks. Now, who are they to say that masks are the end-all be-all? I mean, I'll say this. Look, I wear a mask, okay? I'm not one of those we need to be speaking out against masks. I really don't care. I get it. I get. I, I used to not even get it. I was like, why are people choosing this hill to die on? But now I get it. But I, I still wear one just because. Why not? You know, I don't care. I don't go anywhere anyways anymore. I'm working 90% of my day. But I just, I do feel like this is huge because of the power they have. If you can censor the United States government, you are more powerful than the United States government. So I certainly don't disagree that we need to break these companies up. We do. We either need to break these companies up or we need to put regulations in place that will, you know, limit the ability of them to to censor speech, particularly political speech. The left doesn't want that. The left wants more censorship, which should tell you everything you need to know about the left. But we need to be able to to control this a little bit because right now, Google has more power to influence people. So does Twitter. So does Facebook than any other entity in the United States of America. I mean, I'm, I'm an avid, avid fighter against colleges and universities. You can check my Twitter for that. I think that we give too much power to colleges and universities, especially since colleges and universities have been acting as propaganda arms for the left wing, for Marxism, for socialism in this country. Much of what we have to blame right now for the riots and the looting and the the whole idea that America is a systemically racist place, which is such bullcrap, is because of colleges and universities. All of this cancel culture stuff started on college campuses. That's where it started. And 
you know, that, and then now, you know, because we didn't do anything about it, you know, because we didn't do anything about it, now we're in a position where it has, has blossomed out of universities and colleges, off those camp- campuses. And now it's here. It's in, it's in real, it's in the real world. Okay. It's in the real world. So, you know, I, I think this is a great first step, but I think we need to take more action on, on big tech. There's a great documentary that talks about that, by the way, it's called no safe spaces. It was done by Adam Carolla and, um, I want to say Dennis Prager, Ben Shapiro's in it as well. But it's a great documentary. You should check that out, by the way. Check that out. I just... I worry... Let me say this. I worry about this election coming up. Partially because of big tech. Like, this is a great step for the future. But I worry about the, the immediate future. I am worried about this election coming up because of big tech. There are other things that worry me about this election. I mean, for example, the with all of this information that's coming out about the Bidens, the corruption, right? Now, by the way, the latest information on is that, that is there might be a document. They they think they found a document for the laptop for the repair shop that has Hunter Biden's signature on it. That would definitely verify the 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 um the ownership of the laptop right and and the nhi has already come out and said there's no disinformation campaign around this laptop this laptop is independent of that we have no reason to believe this is a russian uh information misinformation campaign as the media is reporting but as we see this corruption with the bidens and I don't know if this will even affect his polls because the media is not covering it at all. And does the scandal exist if the media refuses to cover it? Ask your friends what they know about Russiagate. They probably won't know much because the media won't cover it. But it's the same thing here. The, the media is choosing to ignore this on most accounts. Honest media is covering this, but like Washington Post, New York Times... CNN, all of the shill agencies, the propaganda wings for the Democratic parties, they're not they're not covering this at all. And that's a shame. That's a shame because this is a huge scandal. This is this is a very very large scandal that should, um as a candidate for for president of the United States. I I want to say I want to say this. I'm worried about our election because that corruption and then the Hillary Clinton corruption. And now you get this decision from the Supreme Court about Pennsylvania. What am I talking about? Well, the Supreme Court ruled yesterday. It was a tied decision, so I believe it comes down to the Chief Justice at that point. The Supreme Court ruled yesterday that Pennsylvania will have three days after the election to, to uh, receive ballots. As long as your ballot arrives three days after the election, it will still be counted. Why does this scare me? Well, I understand how local mail works. 
if it turns out that Joe Biden is down big in Pennsylvania, couldn't the Democrats just ballot farm and, and turn in a bunch of ballots for Joe Biden, make sure that they're, they're in three days after the election? And before you say that sounds like a giant conspiracy theory, let me ask you this. Do you think they're above that? Knowing what you know about the Joe Biden scandal, knowing what you know about Hillary Clinton and her corruption and the fact that she basically invented Russiagate, knowing that Project Veritas has already revealed video evidence that Democrats have ballot farmed and changed ballots in the past, there was an article put out earlier this year where a guy claimed that he had altered ballots to rig an election. He was like a whistleblower. And he said he did it for Democrat candidates. So knowing all of that, knowing the the errors that have happened with mail-in ballots so far, with ballots just being dumped in the trash, ballots being left behind, knowing everything that we know, do you really think it's above the Democrats to cheat to win this election? We have seen how much they hate Donald Trump. It's evident every single day. So much so that these CEOs are willing to put their reputation on the line. These CEOs of companies are willing to put their reputation on the line. Journalists are willing to put their reputation on the line. News networks are willing to put their reputation on the line as an unbiased source for news just to take a hit at the orange man. We know this. We've seen this. You've seen this with your own eyes. You watched the town hall last week. What was that like? Just wait till you see the debate on Thursday. These people don't care because they know that everyone in their industry feels the same way. They all hate the orange man. So they're not really taking too much of a risk by cheating to hurt the orange man, lying to hurt the orange man. Isn't it interesting that Joe Biden got all of these donations from Wall Street? I said this yesterday. And yet Bernie Sanders still supports Joe Biden. Bernie Sanders, he's supposed to stand up for the little man. He's supposed to be the socialist candidate. What kind of socialist supports the same candidate as Wall Street? He's full of crap. I'm not defending socialism. I'm glad he's full of crap. But he's still full of crap. There are moves being made here that suspend our rights to give Joe Biden this election. Think about the big tech censorship. Think about that. They've already promised that if anybody tries to claim victory on election day, they're going to shut down that account. Who do you think is going to do that? Who's going to get a lot of in-person votes on election day that might make it look like they're going to win the election? Hmm. wonder which candidate that is. They're going to shut him down on election day. They're going to shut any opposing voice down on election day. Mark my words. We're going to be having this conversation the day after election day. We won't know the result because Pennsylvania will still be holding out. Pennsylvania is kind of an important state this time around. They're going to try and steal this election because they think in their minds, and they're all mentally ill. There was a study. I forget who did it. I'll, I'll try and find it. But there was a study that said that that you know, many people on the left suffer from mental illness. And it was some report that was done or something like that. And you're more likely to be mentally ill if you're on the left than if you're on the right. 
And that makes sense to me because you see these people out there with their Trump derangement syndrome and they're screaming and they're hollering. And so I can't say that that doesn't make sense. That makes all the sense in the world to me. But especially like you watch these videos, of these, these Antifa folks eating hearts of animals, which is just disgusting and grotesque. But they do it. Bloody hearts. Burning down. But you got to be mentally ill to do all of this stuff, okay? Some fat woman's out there grinding on the ground in front of a bunch of pro-life advocates. You see this? Her way of protesting pro-life. Her way of protesting for abortion is to just do some dance where she's humping the, the ground really slowly because she's overweight. She tries to, like, twirl around, but it takes her a minute and a half because it's just she's fighting gravity at every instance. It's probably the most physical activity she's had, she's she's been involved in in years and years and years. I'm actually surprised she was able to get herself from, you know, standing position to ground position without hurting herself. A lot of gravity pulling there. But that's that's what these people, she's probably also one of those body positivity advocates, of course, because only, only the... Only the people who probably have diabetes are those. So it's just, you know, science, right? We should listen to science. Except when it comes to, to the fact that being fat leads to all these other, you know, issues and diseases. We shouldn't listen to science then because body positivity overweighs science. And we should listen to science and wear masks only when it's right-wing causes that we're protesting against. You know, those are bad. But if you're out there protesting for left-wing causes, well, you're immune to COVID. So this is everything that science says. But I'm worried about the election, guys. I really am. There's just a lot of a lot of evidence out there that might make me sound like a conspiracy theorist or a nut, but it's out there, man. And you you can see their moves and you can watch what they're doing. And it really does give you pause. It really does cause you to like think about this and go, man, you know, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? And then the Supreme Court decides this, opening the door for people to just farm ballots and turn them in in Pennsylvania. And you know who was the deciding vote? Who do you think? If I let you guess who the deciding vote was on that, who do you think it would be? Well, it was four to four. So the chief justice matters, and it was John Roberts. Of course it was John Roberts. John Roberts was the biggest mistake the Bush campaign made. The biggest mistake... Okay, maybe the war in Iraq was the biggest mistake that George Bush made, but John Roberts was like second or third on the biggest mistakes that George Bush made. And I, I, you know, I'm look, I hate to say this. I was a huge W supporter in 2000 and 2004, but looking back on W's presidency, the man made a lot of mistakes. The man made a lot of mistakes. And I, and again, I hate saying that because I'm a W supporter, but the man made a lot of mistakes. John Roberts is a huge one, and we're paying for that right now with John Roberts. You know, that that decision might have been different if Amy Coney Barrett was in, and that's that's why she's so important. And listen, conservatives, if you're thinking about Joe Biden as your your candidate, if the tax thing doesn't, doesn't sway your opinion enough, if the fact that Joe Biden is a corrupt crony politician and anybody who supports him outs themselves as a corrupt crony politician, then you should think about John Roberts. You should think about how important Amy Coney Barrett is and the fact that if Trump gets in, we might get some more nominees. You might really be able to to shift this narrative and get some constitutional 
judges in there, justices that'll that'll hold to the Constitution, that'll that'll do the right thing. And I'm not talking about changing Roe versus Wade. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about just reading the damn Constitution and upholding the laws it's supposed to be upheld. Not sit up there and do whatever you feel like. Which is what John Roberts does. John Roberts loves rewriting the law. Loves it. Lives for it. He lives for it. And that's what the Dems want, by the way. And if you think they're, man, the packing the court thing is so important. We don't, we, we moved on from that real quickly because our news cycle is just crazy these days. But the fact that Joe Biden is going to pack the court, that should make everyone throw up in their mouth. It really should. We politicize everything. Now we're going to politicize the court. That's disgusting. It's disgusting. He should be ashamed of himself for many things, but that's just disgusting. And we just got to, we got to stay vigilant, man. We really do. And we really, really do. It's just, it's time. It's really time. If you're going to go vote, that's not enough. You need to get like two or three of your friends to go vote too. We need to get, we, we really, really need four more years of Trump. We honestly do. This country does. I, I fear that this country will not survive if Joe Biden wins the election. Maybe I'm paranoid. I don't know. You guys tell me. Anyways, that's our show today, guys. Tomorrow, we're going to do a little bit of a debate preview. We're going to talk about what to expect from the debates and what, what, what I think Trump strategy should be going into the debate. Um, but again, if you want to support the show, share this with someone you know. Also, please like, subscribe, comment, do all that good stuff. But until tomorrow, Patriots, I hope you guys have a great day, and I will see you guys back here tomorrow. Thanks for listening.